Welcome to Slices of Life, the podcast where intentional living and imperfection meet. Today, and throughout the month of August, we're taking a break from our usual format to bring you the summer edition of our show called Summer Slice. It's a collection of short conversations that you didn't hear in our regular episodes, but are definitely worth listening to. Our hope is that they will continue to help you navigate real faith, real life, and real community in the everyday. On this podcast, we talk about our real life, everyday faith, and what it means to live out our beliefs in a consistent and practical way. Each of us come from different backgrounds and denominations, but one of the things we have in common is our commitment to prayer. In episode 51, The Ways We Pray, Elise, Noelle, and I discuss the disciplines that keep our prayer life fresh and the seasons we've gone through in our relationship with God. A few months back, I started experiencing lower back pain. After a handful of adjustments, I experienced only temporary relief. That was until my chiropractor proposed that maybe my problem wasn't physical. He suggested I make a list of everything I was angry or frustrated about and detach my circumstance from that emotion. The only way I knew how to do that was through prayer. I'd like to know, Kimberly, actually about you. Yeah, really, seriously. Um, Kimberly, I'd like to know, I'd like to... um, understand what happens with this anger list, quite frankly, because it sounds great. So you basically make a list of your anger, your frustrations, whatever, resentments, Mm -hmm. what could be, you know, I've heard many times that anger can be um, carried around your back, actually. Oh my gosh. Oh, what's it called? What's, what's, what's aching you or what? Uh, there's, there's actually a book about anger, the connection between back and anger, um, and pain and anger, actually. Um, I can't think of the guy, but there's, there's a whole thing about that. But anyway, so, so you bring that before the Lord and you say, okay, Lord, I'm feeling these things. Yep. And what I'm into to you. And so you're just going to trust that the Lord will release it or show me what you want me to know about this or, um, so, so you different- know, how does the healing come? So different things require different approaches. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, some of the things that I can immediately, and what I'm doing is I'm crossing the things off the list as I am like feel like I'm done with them. They're not, they're not a stumbling block or an issue for any, me anymore. And one of the things that I have, the, one, the things that I identify first are the lies, the things that mm-hmm. are just out and out not true. So as I read, as I'm reading through this list, I, I do feel like God's kind of saying that that's not so true. I know you feel that way, but that's not really what's going on. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, friendships, you know, many, many years, my husband and I prayed for Christian friends and we felt as though we were, you know, um, not having the relationships we wanted. We were attending a Christian church, but the connections were just not forming, um, We'd meet people, but we weren't able to establish relationships with them for whatever reason, whether it was like inconsistent small group attendance or just location. And and it was frustrating. And then certainly there was a time when um, <clears throat> I had groups of friends but moved in and out of seasons of them, and so it was discouraging. And, you know, I found myself writing things down like I don't have a group of friends like I don't have a go-to squad, like, you know, kind of honestly lies because if I were to, if I stop long enough, I'll, I can see the friendships that have developed over the last couple years that I have prayed for, that I have nurtured, that I've been intentional about, that I have um, pursued. And so I do have a very 
rich life with friends and not every friendship is the same um some are women that I pray with some are women that I just get together and you know have very you know deep conversations with about how to live life others are just people that I can just hang with at the pool but know that they'll always show up and our kids will have fun together and I can count on them in other ways so you know I I, I need to recognize that instead of believing that woe is me you know so so for things like that I feel like God does show me this this is not true so I, mm-hmm. I will sit and I will say, okay, Lord, speak truth to me about this. And then he will bring things to my remembrance and show me things. And I can say, all right, Lord, I'm thankful for this person. I'm thankful for that person. I'm mm. thankful for, for having this family that we're able to connect with. I'm thankful for, and I start to thank him, which kind of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. counters that mm-hmm. lie. You know, right. and I take God's right. truth and I say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not listening to this anymore. There are other things that, um, that I, I do have to pray about and I have to just forgive the person that's involved in this situation. Um, you know, oftentimes I don't walk around griping about a particular person, but if something's occurred and I've kind of like said, well, it's all right. And I try to explain it away in my head and I'm still hurt and I haven't dealt with the hurt and I haven't forgiven that person. I may still be carrying it around. So kind of saying, oh, I get it. This is still a tender spot for me. I need to kind of like sit here and I need to forgive that person. And not only do I need to forgive them, I need to pray for them, for their success, mm. for blessing on their life, even though it makes me cringe um, <laughs> and really yeah. kind of, you know, press into that. And so like, as I go through the list, some of these things warrant different approaches. Um, there are still things on that list that I'm not that I'm not forgiving, but I'm just, they still make my stomach tight when I think about them. And so my typical response is just to not think about it and to say, it's okay. God loves me. I have a wonderful life. Like, and try not to think about that thing that upsets me. However, I just have to gradually get to the point where I can go back and finally like deal with it and cross it off my list. Mm Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Thank you. Many times throughout the last year, you've heard us talk about moms in prayer. Elise and I have been a part of a group in our respective neighborhoods for years. We can't say enough good things about this authentic community of women that gather each week to pray for our children. Not only has it been a source of hope and encouragement, but it has shaped the way we pray. Here's Elise to explain a bit more about it. Um, moms in Prayer is a ministry that gathers moms um, together to pray for their children and their schools. And it's a ministry that's been around for 30 years. And I started praying in groups that meet one hour each week, um, almost 30 years ago, but it's still going strong. And now all over the world, we go by four simple steps of prayer. And that is praise. We use scripture for God for a particular attribute, such as love. Then we do a time of confession, which is silent. Then we do a time of Thanksgiving where we share one another's, um, where, where we share our own Thanksgiving. And then another mom in the group usually agrees in prayer with that Thanksgiving. And then, so after, after Thanksgiving, the fourth step is intercession, where we come before God to pray on behalf of other people, particularly our children when it comes to moms in prayer. And we insert their names into scripture and then also do a personal request. And we do that 
with one another, agreeing with one another in prayer. Then we move on to intercession for our schools, our teachers, um, any particular concerns for maybe a particular child at the school, and then also for the ministry at large. And it's a great form of um, praying for your marriage, uh, praying for your friends, whatever you want to use it for. But it is designed to be used in a Moms and Prayer group. And they're happening all over the world. Um, and we will put that in the show notes so that you know where to find out more about Moms and Prayer. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, you know, I've been a part of my group since my daughter was four. And it really has been a source of consistency in my life when it comes to prayer. That even when my kids were much younger and I was less consistent about prayer, I knew that I could count on that time each yeah. week to get together with these mm-hmm. other women. And you know, sometimes when you're discouraged in what you're praying for and you're praying for it by yourself, um, it can yeah. get easy to, um, you know, to want to give up. But when you have women that you can get around a table with or someone in your life who can kind of be that sort of, I don't want to say accountability because it's not about doing something. It's just the, the, the encouragement, the inspiration, having someone mm-hmm. else to care about what you're praying for and to pray with you for it as well. Um, you can definitely, Mm -hmm. um, breathe some life and encourage your faith. And, and I love moms in prayer and, and, um, what that, what that's brought to my life. Yeah. So one of the things that I've loved about, um, praying in a moms in prayer group for all my different children, my, my youngest just graduated from college and she's 22 years old and I've been praying in a moms in prayer group for her for 18 years since she was four years old. And I still, though I still know those moms, they still know her and they have journeyed with me in prayer for her. So it's really been an, an incredible community of prayer that has surrounded my child's, my children's, uh, growing up. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the things that I love that Kimberly, you sort of alluded to was, um, Sometimes when I come week after week with my prayer intentions to these moms and prayer groups, I may forget what I've prayed or I may not recognize that God has answered. And other moms in the group will literally bring up something in Thanksgiving that has indicated an answer for my child that I didn't recognize. So that's an extraordinary, mm-hmm. it's a treasure. It is a treasure that I've been able to raise my children in the atmosphere of prayers Um you know, with many other women. And as Fern Nichols, who started Moms in Prayer, would say, our hearts beat the same for our children. And it's true. We want the same things for our children. So to get a group of moms together to pray for their children in schools is, as we used to call it, a power hour. If you'd like to hear more about Moms in Prayer International, check out episode 12 of the podcast, where we talk with Cynthia Weisbecker, the New Jersey State Coordinator for this amazing ministry. You'll hear about our experience with it, how it changed our lives, and where you can find a group of praying moms in your area. If you find yourself with a little extra time this summer, on the beach, at the pool, or in the car, we'd love for you to catch up on episodes you've missed. Here's one of our listeners sharing their favorite episode. The Making Peace with Our Bodies podcast was relevant to me. It's important for me to stay physically active, however it manifests itself from day to day or week to week. I sleep better, have more of a glow, and enjoy time I spend by myself. I also feel like I'm setting a good example for my kids that your physical health habits are just as important as your eating habits to take care of you on the inside and outside. 
Thanks for joining us for this week's Summer Slice. We'll be back in September with full-length episodes for Season 3 of the show. The best way to make sure you never miss an episode is to subscribe to us in your favorite podcast app. For those of you who want to take a deep dive into the topics we've discussed, we've created a weekly newsletter with additional content and resources not only from us, your co-hosts, but from others around the web. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. Let us know on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Circles of Faith.